in ethics, and um, there's also a sheet provided that tells you how to go on to take the state ethics test. You are required to use that information, um, and by signing um, the oath of office, it'll indicate that you've been sworn in. I've provided you with that information. If you haven't had time to read the information, then the other two documents, you should wait till you read it and then send them, you can email them back to us. Um, if you have already read the information, then I can collect it then. So there's three sheets that you should be signing. So um, I'm just gonna go General laws of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts and the Constitution of the United States of America to all people. I do. So who are we missing? Is it Steve Wines? Got it. And he might, he might, I got a text, I talked to him earlier, he might come on, but I don't think he was able to be sworn in. Right, Steve could not, he called to me about it. Okay, thank you. Sure. All right.
So soon. Second. I've been asked to organize the meeting. We have a motion on the floor. Um, it's seconded. Would we like to have any discussion? I could lead that discussion. Start. Um, if nominated for chair, I would accept the nomination. If elected, I would serve. Um, every vote at the Warren Committee is an important one. Everyone should make a vote. We should have a real vote. Um, I, there's a story in the great autobiography by Tip O'Neill, where he tells a story where he had his, his neighbor, there's the old lady across the street. You want to take it away, Judith? No, but, <laughs> Right? Got it, got it. You know, and it, it's, okay. it's to the effect of, the, the story is to the effect of, he was like in the House of Representatives. And the neighbor says something to along the lines of, yeah, but you know, I didn't vote for it. And he's like, what? I, like, I shoveled your lawn. You know, I shoveled your driveway. I mowed your lawn. You didn't vote for me? And she said, it's a story to the effect of, you never asked. Mm. So I ask for your vote. I, I am asking you for your vote. Okay, I am asking for the vote, of, the vote of confidence, you know, that we could proceed together. I think that I can run on my record as chair, that I would do my best to offer a fair deal to everybody at the board, whether it's our membership, the people who come before us and ultimately to the town a town meeting when I'm in communication with the various people who come to make presentations to us I'm talk with them and then they say they'll often say like can you say can I do this can I do that can I bring this person can I bring that person I have sort of a stock speech that I say to them what I am going to offer you is your ability to put your best foot forward. We have a proposal for the town. You put your best foot forward. If there's someone that you want to bring, the answer is going to be yes. If there's materials that you want to show, the answer is going to be yes, so that at least when they come and sit in the chair, we offer them the, the, the most fair hearing that we can give them at least at the outset, right? To the members of the board, you know, one of the things that I've done is I abstain from voting 
so that I can be impartial and so that I can be, I believe, approached by any member of the board in confidence to be able to, to share and discuss and to work through personal issues that we might have. And that if I'm, I, I, I believe that if I'm impartial and, and, and then I vote only in such cases, there's a tie, which I haven't really had to do only in a couple occasions on procedural things um, at the annual town meeting, I think there were a couple of votes. But I think if you notice what I did is when I did cast that deciding vote, what I chose to do was to vote towards in favor of consistency. To vote in such a way that that the voice of the committee re remained. Because I think that stay the course is fine, Judith. It's like it's important for us to speak with one voice, and I can be that voice. And and I can stand up in front of town meeting and deliver our recommendation, even if it's not a popular one. That's fine. Although live long day, right? So, and that, and that I think is what we owe to the town, is that the town needs to know that when the Warren Committee delivers the recommendation, it's after this process, that, w that, that we would um, all work together in collaboration uh, to deliver our recommendation to the town and um, you know, and, and, so, and so that's that's what I would offer. I'd ask for you to consider that in your vote, and I am asking you for your vote. Thank you. Would we like to have any further discussion? I would encourage it, but you know, it's your it's your meeting. There we go. Okay, so they're they're hearing no uh, no call for further discussion. We being a Zoom meeting, mm -hmm. Madam Clerk, would you please um, conduct a roll call vote? Okay. <laughs> I'll abstain. Thank you. Uh, Julie Joyce, who's on Zoom. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Sorry, sorry, did. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, I was on mute. Yes. Sorry, I was on mute. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. The motion passes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Sure. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, I'd like to make a motion to um, appoint a secretary and nominate Tom. Second. <laughs> oh. Okay. Prerogative of the chair. Are there any other nominations? Guy right here, Jay. Okay. Okay. Are there any other nominations? So that's why I kind of just, sure. I just, prerogative of the chair, just to put a hold. Oh, I see. Right? So what we had done is we had a motion seconded. Mm -hmm. Our normal procedure is discussion and vote. Mm -hmm. But if there's a second nomination, I think what we should, we should, we should have some discussion of how to proceed in a contested, this a contested election, if you will. Okay, in order to um, and to proceed on that, right? And we can decide um, what what we want to do and 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 how to um, do that fairly. You know, one one way one way that we could do would be to. allow both parties to make statement, to have a discussion. So we, we can, we can discuss, throw that out there. One way we can do it is, is to have the parties, you know, make a statement, have a discussion, and then we could do a voice vote where you say the name, right? Um, That's 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 what occurs to me, Judith. I'm sorry. I, if we are going to, can you? I guess pause it. Sure. If we are going to um, proceed outside of parliamentary procedure, which is fine, if we are. Um, could we take sort of a straw poll? to see if that's the way we want to go. You know, a sort of a, a non-binding sort of like feel the situation out, see where we want to go type of thing, and I don't know the answer. 
So is that a straw poll vote on how we want to proceed or who we want to vote for? Whether she, whether we should stay strict in the Capitol group or should we go up the yeah. road down the floor or deviate, deviate from that um, based on the community of the committee deciding not I mean, we could. I mean, let's let's have a discussion. I think that the, the parliamentary proceed like we we can we can adopt such rules as we feel are appropriate to the circumstances on our committee, right? So we can decide, you know, how to proceed. We could do just a straight up vote. The motion's still on the table for Tom. We could do a straight up vote. On, on the on the motion to elect Tom the secretary, I think that knowing that there is um, a second potential, there is a second potential nomination. Part of our discussion should have a full discussion of both, Be because. Under the on, in the sort of this contested election situation, it, it's it it is like a, it could be a, a zero sum situation, mm -hmm. right? Are there thoughts, Julia? As a new member of the committee, I would certainly appreciate hearing from yeah. both of the nominees to understand um, they think it would bring to the floor. Kristen. And those are the same thing that we have more new members of yeah. the committee here tonight, <coughs> so, you know, who are coming in not knowing. Judy. Um, it might be useful then, as Kristen mentioned, we have um, some new members, and um, we can't assume that everyone, you know, got to be warm from the meeting or. Right. Or some of us that are returning. Okay. The role, I think we should discuss just without entering people's names, but what is the role of the 24 Warrant Committee Secretary? And this is what it'll bring. We have Karen, who is really our, oh, who's our Madam Secretary, who we found last year to be impeccable record. Technically the clerk. Clerk, I'm sorry. Yep. The clerk, who kept impeccable, even though sometimes I think we address her as Madam Secretary when we weren't supposed to. Um, so her, her record, uh, we found to be if we were in discussion and we said, oh no, that happened at the July 1st meeting, in literally two seconds, she has that information for us. Um, sorry to keep singing, but and so one would think a secretary in other committees that are smaller in town that don't have the advantage of having a clerk we do because of our size, and sometimes because of our complexity of having uh, jammed in meetings to meet um, all the discussion that might be necessary when articles go forth on the warrant to the town meeting. And, and so we are fortunate to get that.
burden is not on any one of our committee members so that they are really able to focus on the discussion and the work that needs to be done for the morning. So, I mean, I know smaller committees, um, the secretary does perform those duties. I have attended smaller committee meetings um, just to learn about the town and what's going on. And you know, somebody is always scribbling away or typing away. In the role of the Warren Commission, a secretary, so will be to fill in if the chair is unable to attend or perform uh, the duties at that moment in time to the chair. Sounds like both legs are purpose. But I will know. And last year, um, it came to my attention, or my memory, it's in my memory that we all, Dave only had to turn over once he was um, going on some travels and you know made an announcement to the committee that if anything came up then the secretary would be him. Nothing came up, Dave came home and the committee went out. So for a clarification, um, it comes down to Thank you. I also think it's an the secretary gets a lot of phone calls from me going like mm -hmm. okay. what should we do? What is going on? What do you think? Mm -hmm. So when like Judith is like the only, you know, the only, uh, you know, role truly is to like step up and be able no, to move I, in. I but being able to step up and move in means you're in the loop. Yeah, sure. Right? So it's, um, there, like Emily and I were on the phone a lot just trying to wrap our heads around things, trying to just figure out like what's going on, what should we do? So while it does look, you know, it, it does, it can sometimes appear that the secretary is just sort of there at the meeting because Karen, our clerk handles, you know, like that, a lot of, you know, the, the administration, right? Um, it's important. So I'm just gonna mention that, let's just say. Like, so that, that's, just, that's what the secretary is, okay? Did anybody have anything else? Then maybe we should, we should hear from Tom and Jay. Tom, you were nominated, so, you know, what should we do? Should we, should we have a debate? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Tom, I mean, stump speech. Give us your stump speech, Tom. 
Um, well, I, I want to say, first of all, I thank you for nominating me. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know necessarily if it was expected, um, um, you know, but for those of you who don't know me, and um, some of you do, um, from our time last year, I'm Armstrong Caldwell. Um, I live on St. Andrews Road in Milton. Um, I am a lifelong resident of the town of Milton. Um, you know, from uh, starts and stops to college and elsewhere, but um, I've grown up here, I grew up in the town. Uh, I was active in scouting, sports here, um, attended the public schools, uh, the elementary school. Um, I'm currently married. Just a little bit about me, um, and actually let me add to that. I'm, I'm kind of I'm an attorney. I work for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Um, I've done that for the past ten years. Previous to that, I was assistant district attorney in Suffolk County, and for an extended period, uh, I operated a private law practice in the town of Milton, located up in Kingston Square, and it was a general practice firm. So that's just like a little bit about me, and I'm sure there's some members here. So I'm kind of happy I'm able to share that with you, just a little bit about me. Um, but uh, like I said, I'm honored that I was nominated. Um, I've been interested in town politics uh, from a young age. Uh, my father was involved as a young town with the school committee and the work committee. Um, so I kind of grew up um, being involved or at least being witness to some of the things that went on in the town growing up. Um, and I think that, that public, that the idea of public service, I think it's stuck with me and throughout my life. I think some of the things I mentioned on my resume, uh, you know, also come from my family who have been public servants. Um, and, um, you know, when I moved back to the town, fortunately to move back and be able to purchase a home, um, the first thing I did was uh, run for town meeting uh, because I know how important that is. And, um, and I thought I had a very strong town I love very much and gave a lot to me and it's given a lot to my children um, right now with their schools and all the activities that are available to them. You know, we're very lucky, a lot of gratitude uh, to the town uh, for that. So I, I feel as if I have to give back. And I, I not only serve here on the work committee, I've been a town meeting member for about 13 years now, so like the same like that. Um, and I also serve on the bylaw committee, which some of you may know of, those of you who know bylaws, by the um, moderator Hess last year for that position for a net community bank vacancy. Um, they were at a loss for people, and um, I was asked, again, honored, and um, to help the town kind of get through that very important issue that you know we discussed a lot in, in, in this room and at town meeting. Um, so in, as a second year member of uh, the committee, you know, in, in my observations of all of you, the veteran members, uh, Gabe, the chair, and, and Emily. Um, I, I know some of the duties, as Judy said, is to stand in, and, and Gabe has been a very steady ship um, coming. So um, if, if elected, I, I don't really have a, an atmosphere that I'm going to be running too many meetings, given, um, given Gabe's uh, excellent attendance and leadership here on the board. And I know some of the other duties are rather ministerial. I know, you know, not only just discussing and communicating with Gabe, 
but also keeping the votes, between assisting Karen, collecting our comments that we draft. And in terms of those types of things, I think that not only I think some of you have seen here in the community, just in terms of communication um, and organization, uh, just in my everyday life as an attorney, organization is paramount to what I do. Um, and so I believe that some of those ministerial duties will come rather easy to me. I'm sure they'll be a little bit of a learning curve. But um, it would be an honor to be your secretary uh, here in this committee. Um, and um, I'd sorry I'd do my best. I, I, would, I, I know, um, and like I said, I'm, I'm not the chair, um, but I would hope, uh, as David mentioned, that if people wanted to discuss an issue with me, that it would be held in the same confidence with the exception if you wanted me to share that with David. And that's something that I would do. Um, I don't know necessarily if any of you have those discussions with Emily. I, I certainly do not. I'm very impressed by her, though, and her demeanor and her professionalism. And I hope to mirror that. I enjoyed meeting with her and uh, working with her like I enjoyed meeting Jay over the course of our last year. Um, so again, as Tip O'Neill did, and Dave, did, <laughs> I asked for Jay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'd like to start by saying how much respect I have for Tom. I didn't really know him before last year, and getting to know him as a co-committee member and, dare I say, friend is one of the better things that happened from last year. Um, this will not surprise anyone who served with me last year, but I have a presentation. <laughs> uh, can I share it? my fault. So while we're waiting for this, um, I did not go into my biography on this. I will say that uh, you know, it's also my second year on the Warrant Committee. My background is more financial than Dave. Uh, it's going to look like ugly. It's going to look like a I worked as an actuary for 15 years on employee benefits plans. Um, if you ask Amy Dexter, she will cry when you hear how much I've talked to her about the town's employee benefits. Um, and now I'm at Eversource working both with numbers and regulations there. Uh, so I would be happy to serve as the Warrant Committee Secretary. I'd be happy to serve with Dave. I think that having contrasting backgrounds, Dave has the legal, legal background and I have a financial background who would make us a good team. And what are we really in the Warren Committee? Our main job is we're the trusted advisors town meeting. I, like Tom, I think, think Tom may have started a year or two before I did, but we've been in town meeting approximately the same amount of time. I've actively participated in several floor discussions on town meeting, and I've observed many more. 
And I think I've seen what works at town meeting, and I've seen what doesn't work at town meeting. And so hopefully I can work with Dave to help get our message across in that role as advisor. Uh, so in the same vein as Dave asking for your vote, I think it's only appropriate for, you, for me to tell you what I see of the Warrant Committee this year, where I, where I see the Warrant Committee to go. And you can make a decision. You like my vision or you don't like my vision. So I've got five items that I'd like to hit on. The first would be a summit, which the summit would be early in the year. It'd be based on the school committee and the select board both have early in the year meetings. They have, I think they call them retreats. And they set these up to help guide their year. They meet on a Saturday or maybe a couple of evenings. And they use these to set their year going forward. And I think we can do that too. I'd like it to serve two roles. One is training. I think for the new members and for returning members, it's good to have training as to what is the warrant committee? What is our role? What is the warrant? How does it work? How do we interact with the warrant? I think all that would be good. I'd like to have special guests come in and teach us things. Like, I haven't spoken to this person, but I would love to have the planning board chair come in and give us zoning 101, because I know nothing about zoning, but we're gonna have to know at least a little bit about zoning in the next few months. And the second thing I'd like to do with this summit is set as a warrant committee, what are some of the goals and guidelines that we're gonna have for going forward in the year? And I'm gonna put a pin in that for now. I'm gonna talk about that in some later slides. So next, what I wanna say is, one thing that I want as a big theme for this year is no waiting. So last year, we got the budget somewhat late. That, that happened things happen. And this year, I don't know when we'll get the budget. Maybe we'll get it late, maybe we'll get it early. I'm hoping to set up a situation where it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, January. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm hoping to set up a situation where even if it's... And it wasn't even close. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to like cast, I, you know, I just don't want to cast blame. So he has the floor. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure what the I question No, and I do apologize. Let's let him put his best foot no. forward, Judith. Last year we just let it happen okay. when we weren't on TV. Thank you. Okay. It was easier. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I'm hoping to set up a situation where it doesn't matter if we get the budget early or late or anywhere in between. Because I noticed that a lot of my questions and a lot of, I think, the other questions, people's questions on the work committee, a vast majority of those questions could be answered before we had the budget in front of us. We were asking questions like, how does this department work? What is this department's financial needs? What do they do? We can ask those questions in October. We can ask those questions in November. We don't have to wait till the, till the budget is in front of us to start asking those questions. So I'd like to get a lot of work done early so that we're not waiting for the town to give us something before we start our work. Then when we do get the budget in front of us, we're ready to roll. Now I've got a section of the town bylaws at the bottom of the slide, and the reason I put it there is because it, it talks about what our duty is. And I would paraphrase this as saying, it's our responsibility to ask questions of the town, and it's the town staff responsibility to answer them. So, no waiting, that's, that's gonna be important to me. Uh, the next thing I'd like to talk about is subject matter experts versus subcommittees. So, I was on a couple subcommittees last year, and good experiences working with my fellow warrant committee members, but 
they were unwieldy. We had to, because of the open meeting law, we had to set up, it said 48 hours, but in reality it was three days ahead of time. You had to say when you're going to meet just to talk to your colleagues on the subcommittee. You had to give three days notice, work with two or three people in town to get it posted. It was a mess. And I think we would be much more nimble if we had subcommittees of one person. One person, you, you are the cemetery subcommittee by yourself. Go and learn about it and come back and talk to us. That person could be much more efficient. I put a little asterisk there. The schools, the schools are over half of the town budget. So it might be prudent to have two or three people on a subcommittee for the schools. For everything else, a subcommittee of one person, they're the expert, they report back to us. Uh, to give an example of how this might work, let's say the library subcommittee. Let's say our subject matter expert for the library is beloved celebrity, Bert Reynolds. So he is a subject matter expert for the library. Bert goes to the library director in the fall, asks what's going on, what are your budget needs, what goes on with the library, you know, what do you think your budget is gonna be now? And then Bert would come back to the Mark committee and report to us, maybe November, maybe December, and say, here's everything that's going on with the library, here are the budget needs, here's what we expect to happen this year. Then in December, the library director gives their budget request to Mr. Milano, Bert takes a look at it, sees, okay, no surprises, great, there are surprises that come back and report to the Warrant Committee. But front-loading a whole bunch of the work that last year, at least I did in February and March, get that out of the way in the fall, get that all done, then we can be ready for the budget at the end of the year. Um, I'd also like to have one sort of special subject matter expert, which would be a representative Select Board Finance Committee. The Select Board Finance Committee made a lot of the decisions about the budget before it came to us, and I would just like to have a person in that room, somebody that maybe is elected by the Warrant Committee, a person in that room, so that we don't have all 15 of us showing up to their meetings and asking questions and getting their way. It's just more efficient to have one designated person. They go, they go to these meetings, they take notes, they come back to us, they talk to us. Got it. So um, I think it would be good to have one person in that role. Uh, another thing is financial policies. Okay, so. We've, we've talked, this came up a bit last year. I think this is a role that where we can really help the town is setting financial policies for how to set the budget. Now I've got a list here of some things that I think would benefit from having either updated policies or written policies to help us set the budget. And one thing I'd like to say about any financial policies we might set, the most important thing about them is to set these policies before you're setting up the budget earlier in the year. Because if we get to the point of January, February, if you're building the budget, and I say you, whether this is Mr. Milano, whether it's a select board, whether it's us, if you're building the budget at the same time you're setting these policies, then really what you're doing is you're setting the budget as you want to set it up, and you're making the policies to fit. That's not a great way to do it. I'd rather, ahead of time, rethink what's the best way to, to address several of these issues. As you see, some of them are big, some of them are small, some of them are easy, some of them are hard but set up beforehand, what are the best ways to address these issues in the town? And then we, we have guidelines, when I say we, I mean us, Mr. Milano, the select board, all have guidelines as to what the best way is to set up a budget. Uh, so people have, I've talked to people about this and they've asked me, well, is this the warrant committee's role or not? And I would say, I'd say yes, it is and it can be. By, by law, technically, every town in Massachusetts has a finance committee. 
and we are that. Our name is a finance committee. We do more than what a finance committee does, but officially we are the finance committee. And if there's any financial policy that's actually going to have some teeth in this town, it would have to be approved by, or it have to be supported by the warrant committee and the select board and the town staff. If it doesn't have support from all three of those groups, it's not worth the paper it's printed on. So the select board and the town staff, they have a lot to do. I've listened to recent select board meetings. They're dealing with roundabouts on Route 28. They're dealing with teenagers drinking in the woods. They've got a lot on their plate. I think this is one place where we can really step up and say, okay, we're gonna take this over. We're gonna start the ball rolling. And if we get things started, take the first step, suggest some financial policies. We'll all have to get on board if they're actually gonna be implemented. I think to do this, and I know, I, I realized two minutes ago, I was bad mouthing subcommittees, so I'm taking it back a little bit. I think it'd be a good idea to, really as soon as possible, set up a subcommittee to start looking at financial policies. I'm saying as soon as possible, because despite the weather outside, December is not far away. If we want to get something in place before December, we've got to get moving soon. So I'd like to get started on this. Uh, and the last thing I'd like to say is, what about internal policies for just how we're running our meetings? Just like in the same way that I said, you, it's really best to set up a financial policy before you're setting up the budget, because then you're not reacting to individual items. I think it's a really good idea for us to set up some policies as to how we want the year to go before a certain issue shows up. If an issue shows up and then we try to make ourselves a rule, then we're reacting to the issue in front of us. But for this summit that I think we would have in September, we can discuss how do we want the warrant committee to run, set ourselves some rules, and then the rules are set. They may not be binding, absolutely, but we know which direction we want to go, and that'll help us guide our conversations later. Let me bring up a couple things on this line. One is that the issue of, okay, so that phrase on the left, we've all heard the phrase, the warrant committee is a non-political committee. So what I want to know is what does that phrase mean? I would say there are 15 members of the committee. We probably have 15 different opinions of what that means. But I'd like to tell you, get the conversation started by telling you what I think it means. I think it means that I don't think we're here to judge what the population of the town thinks or wants. Town meeting is 280 people. Town meeting is much better than, than we are at judging what the population of the town wants. That's the biggest virtue of town meeting. There are a lot of them, they have a lot of neighbors. They're, they're the desires of the town, I would say. So I don't think the 15 of us were chosen because we have the 15 best opinions in town. I think we were chosen to give expert and formal advice to town meeting. So what we should do, you know, uncover the facts, find the information, organize the information, come up with our, our recommendation, and lay it out as clearly as possible to town meeting. It's tough. There are certainly some decisions, some votes that I made last year where I thought, well, personally, I would sure like to see this go another way, but I, I didn't want to let, we're not here to vote our personal opinions, we're here to vote for what the facts show in front of us. So that's my opinion of what non-political committee means. Um, I'd like to, you know, I think at the summit that would be a great time for us to discuss what all of us think mean as a consensus. And the last slide is, uh, the biggest question I had last year, the biggest question, and I asked quite a few people this and never got a satisfactory answer, is under what circumstances should we change the budget that is given to us by the town administrator and the select board? They make a budget 
they present it to us in the same way that the president presents a budget to Congress. So then we get the budget, and when, when, well, when can we change it? I'll answer that question. We can change it. We can make any change we want to the budget. That's not the question. The question is, when should we change the budget? And I never got a good answer to that. I've got some proposed answers here, but as you can see, I've got a couple of suggestions, but I've got a lot more blanks and question marks than I have suggestions. I think this would be a great topic for us to discuss at the summit in September. Before we see a budget in front of us, let's discuss when do we think it's a good idea to change the town budget that we get. And the one, one thing that I would say is I don't think the answer is we never ever change the town budget because we are the finance committee. The budget that is presented at town meeting is a budget that we are presenting to town meeting. And when I say that, that's not my opinion. That's state law. So it might be that we get a budget from the town administrator and decide it doesn't need to be changed, but I don't think that's the only option. I think we should be open to adding some value. But let's, but look, the question is when should we change it? I don't have the answer, but I hope we can figure out the answer this September. So that is my overview of how I'd like to see this year run at the Warrant Committee. Uh, for a lot of these items, especially in the last few slides, this is the beginning of a conversation. This is not the end. I don't have the answers. I don't know where we're gonna end up, but I want us to work together to figure out the path. So that's my two cents. Thank you. Judith. Right. So, right. I think that th it's we're still sort of in technically, right, according to our okay, Robert rules, right. So we're it. having the discussion, right? So is that fair? Yeah. Question, question time. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. So last year, I walked in not one. So uh, why don't we start this? So, so to start I, your question, right, your question is for who? who? Oh, for Mr. Funding, please. All right, so that allows like the, the, the person mm -hmm. who's gonna answer the question to. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Right, so yeah, well, I have I, a I, question I, for, right? Okay, Mr. Funding. Yeah. All right. So I walked in, I didn't know one question, and not one, and that's okay. And I we did have a wonderful discussion that night. Not us, you know, not, not all of us were sworn in. So we had to sort of um, work around it. We did have a quorum to select the chair. Um, and it was, it was brought up by several members of last year. There were eight new people last year. So the returning members, um, you were very kind to us as we were trying to find our footing and figure everything out. And it was suggested by a member um, that we all get together informally. Actually, there was an email, Jay, that went to all of us. And um, Katie Conlon, Mr. Hiss, Mr. Asher, we're going to be kind enough to give the 23 warrant committee sort of a barbecue type, not a, you know, we're not going to discuss town business or any article that's coming before us, 
because that would be OMLO violation. We were going to meet and greet, feel comfortable, and we didn't have to worry about TV questions asking what we might think were obvious questions, and so therefore kind of looked dumbass in the end. And sort of asking those that have gone before us, um, how's this work? What do you do? And she said, this. And there was only one member at this committee that opposed that, Mr. Bunyan. You cited OML. Not one of those three guests that were going to help us feel comfortable doing our duties on the Warren Committee. Judy, is there a question here? Well, actually, probably there is for the committee, I guess. So if, how is it that you, oh, how is it you suddenly changed your mind? You think it's not like it's going to be so fabulous this year when last year, when a, a good number of us were very disappointed we could not go forward with a summit-like occasion so to get our feet in the door and feel comfortable and kept citing something that would never have happened an OML, OML violation why this year it's so wonderful and a follow-up if you will you did mention in your presentation that the select board has a summit and they you know, go away for a little retreat. They're working well now, huh? That is a question. I don't know, members walking out, members being asked to resign, whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't know, I'm just saying. Those, those are my opinions in the form of a observation and trying to formulate it into a question to me, the rules. So I don't agree with this presentation. Would you like to Oh, that is too, just too weak to ask that question. So I, I'm not really sure if there was a question in there. So Jay, I would give you an opportunity to respond as you best feel fit okay. is, is most appropriate. Sure. Yeah, and you and I had a discussion about this, and I, I think I just remember it differently than you do. I, I did say... Oh! Uh, Judy. Jay is talking. I, I do recall saying it should be subject, you know, anytime we got together for training, it should be subject to open meetings. The select board and the school committee have these retreats, or whatever they're called, that are part of open meeting. They are not televised, but they are open meeting. If someone wanted to go and look at them, they could. What I'm suggesting also would be open meeting, not televised. Uh, I, I assume not televised. Uh, open meeting law, if somebody wants to wander by as we're having our summit, they can. It will be posted on the town's website in my imagination. Uh, what I recall from last year was there was a discussion of it happening, and I said, okay, let's just be sure we're, you know, let's be careful of the open meeting law. And I recall people saying, okay, we'll check with Sue, Sue Galvin and the town council, and see if we need to solve the open meeting law or not, or see if, not see if we need to solve it, but see what the rules are, and then we never heard back. So I don't think I prevented this from happening last year. If I did, then I very much apologize, because that wasn't my intent. It just, I thought it just never happened. So. I, I gotta say, it's, it's probably my recollection as well. 
we did have a section that did not have an open meeting law okay. for discussion, which she already had discussed with us in not about any issues, but actually, so I guess I'll take my further time. Thank you, Judy. Thank you. And thank you, Jay. For allowing me to comment. Does anybody, you know, have any questions? Do we? Actually, Allison. Uh, this is for Mr. Funlang. Have you ever emailed somebody during a vote and asked them to switch the, to ask them about their vote? Um, I have emailed uh, Steve Ryan during a discussion. I did not ask him to switch his vote. That was, was that was the um, that was the time when. There was, he was on Zoom and there was a lot of confusion and it turned out there was confusion. It turned out he did say, oh, I was confused. I'm gonna change my vote. Um, I'll show anyone that email. Anyone. Oh, okay, great. I would love to, um, because I was sitting next to you and mm -hmm. I was concerned and you were asking him why he was voting the way he was. But I would love I'll, to PRR that. I'll, I'll show you the, yeah. I'll show so you the email right now. In your opinion, is that appropriate during a vote to do? I, I thought it was just fine because there, there seemed to be confusion and it turns out there was confusion. I said, just so you know, I want to clarify how the vote went. So you would say that you had no question in there why they were voting. So that I, because I, if you're going to be a secretary, I want, mm -hmm. I, I'm concerned about your impartiality. I would like to pull up the uh, vote. I, I, we can. Well, I can show it to you right now. But like, okay. let's PRR it. But at the same time, I think it's concerning, especially even knowing that, like, I didn't talk to Tom and tell him about, you know, if he would be nominated. Maybe you've had conversations, but it's concerning to me if we're going to be impartial as a secretary to have discussions outside and put a presentation together ahead of time. Now, you may have, like, you know, talked to Drew, whatever, and that's great. You have a friendship outside. But when it comes to, you know, following, you're very strict on the bio, like bio, I just think it would have been, and maybe you prepared and hoped that somebody was gonna nominate you, but it, I think it goes in with a feeling as if, you know, he didn't have that opportunity. You know, you're, you, he didn't even know. I didn't have a conversation. I'm concerned that there is this little bit divisiveness in this, and if we're gonna be a very open group, we have to be able to go and right now, I wouldn't, I don't feel that way. And from some of the actions of last year and being on emails in regards to town stuff and that became very public, I find that you're not as impartial and that would be concerning to me as a member. And another case would be, have you ever been on an email that had to do with a vote on the warrant committee that asked people to be in this room for that night vote? I'm not following. The vote that we made for the land swap, mm -hmm. there was a call to order for people to come into this room and to be present. And was your name on that email? Yes. I don't think I got an email like that. Yeah. I do remember tell, asking I people. I'm just asking, I but I, it makes me concerned. And then my point, Chair, is that I just want to make sure, and this is not to make you, you know, we all have friends outside, and maybe you were put on for whatever reason. My concern as a group is that we need to make sure that we are work, if we're gonna get through this year, we need to work together. And I, it makes me a little nervous to have, see these kind of things outside and be like, well, that person's impartial when they're part of things that are, were very hard for us as a, as a team in here. 
So I, that's my concern. It, and I ha I've seen the email with it. Maybe you weren't aware of it, but you definitely received it. But I'm just concerned about as a group moving forward. May I address my community in the in the same tone and mentality? So, thank you. We're allowed to have concerns. I'm just going to also say Jay can't control who puts him no, on a as the recipient of an email. Well, he can if he's on their election uh, campaign. Okay, so. And that's how the email. So we're sent. Are, we're I allowed. I don't have my computer with me. Right. Well. But I am more than happy this, to forward it to every but, single but, member of this warring committee because. I lost my train of thought. Okay. Kids keep on me off the right. field, please. Um, so, hold on, Jay. Do you, do you want to respond to that? Uh, I guess to the last part, I, I do remember a discussion that people would show up. I told several of my friends, please don't show up. I think it'll do more harm than good. People don't listen to me. Yeah, but you didn't send out a mass email. He's not required it's not to. Not a good idea. No, I thought that would have been a really bad idea. I thought sending out a mass email on anything like that would have been a bad idea. Well, then you could tell okay, people on, that also on so, that head. Jay, you don't you have like to read. third name after Judy, 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 Judy. He's, I mean, this is this is election for secretary. Jay has made I his. I actually heard Tito Neal on the Congress okay. floor in Washington. Right. He was magnificent. Right. So. It was just wonderful. I saw Kristen's hand first, and then we'll go to JJ. Kristen? Um, so I think we could all say last year. Right. We still last have some, some hard feelings. Yes. <laughs> we gotta we gotta start over fresh. Yeah. People will have their reasons to vote for Jay. People will have their we will vote how we vote. And I think, you know, maybe that's and I think like starting over fresh is really important because we have all new issues to address. So, you know, a vote for Tom, a vote for you, and if you have those personal reasons of, you know, why you, but I, I hope we can have hope last year behind us. Because um, I think otherwise we can. It, it's not going to go there. Christmas yeah, is on no, my no, list. I know. Yeah. No, I, I just, I think we're bringing up stuff from last year, and I think really we want to maybe on the merits think of, like, why, you know, why we think Tom would be good, why we think Jay would be good. Um, Okay, thank it, you. That's a really great point. It, it is. And so Judy, JJ had his hand up next. I'm shaking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't worry. I apologize. Don't apologize. Um, I thought you were just hiding behind those books. Yeah, it's a big stack. Um, I was going to say that pretty much to the letter. Like, sounds like we're going backwards to last year, which I think it was a very contentious issue and we were on, like, it divided us and that's what contentious issues do. So, um, love to move past that. Uh, and with respect to last year, Tom and I were on opposite ends of that issue, but we still had, had a good time together. <laughs> Tom and Jerry, as some people call us. But, uh, you know, with respect to this election, or if it is an election, I mean, 
I personally like that Jay has ideas and he came prepared, you know, and I have a great relationship with Tom, but if it was up to me, I would go with the guy who's prepared and, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Parks and Rec, <laughs> but Jay is straight out of Parks and Rec. Like, he knows everything <laughs> about all this stuff, and I don't know how. I don't know how he gets the time. He's always coming up with stuff, so I think, personally, I think I would like to have someone in there who knows about all this stuff. Like, every time I talk to Jay, he's bringing up something else that's very technical that I'm like, I don't, I don't even know that exists, but anyways. And I think he helped you out too, Dave, a couple of times with technical stuff last year, right? So anyways. Yes. So I, Judy, you. No, I'm only Right, you. And, and so Jareem hasn't spoken yet. Yeah. So and the hands went up at the same time. So, <laughs> so Jareem. Full disclosure is that Jay has a habit of reaching out to people. We all know this. Um, and, and and initially last year, um, Jay told me that eventually one day he wanted to be secretary. So while I um, sort of support what you're saying, what you're doing, I think you're doing and saying the right thing, right? Because you're keeping them honest and you're keeping us all informed, right? Um, I just want to assure you guys that this wasn't a setup. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, with that said, it's you know I feel Jay is prepared, and I knew he would be prepared. Not with the presentation. I mean, but why wouldn't I think that? Because he did it like three times, four times before, right? Um, and uh, essentially, my concern is that um, is, is your concern to be honest with you, right? Because we all sort of know a little bit about everything. And so um, I applaud you for bringing it up, speaking up and saying something, right? So that <clears throat> if he is kind of coming to a line or cross the line or what have you, he's aware that that's where we're at. You know what I mean? So. Um, I still support him in this respect and regard, and um, I also like Tom. <laughs> to be honest with you, you know, I didn't really want to cause a commotion, but um, you know, this is what happens sometimes here, <laughs> right? So, uh, with that said, I just like to say I, I still support Jay. Um, Watch out, though, man. You know what I mean with all with the things that they're talking about, um, because it can be taken and perceived in nefarious um, ways. You know. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Allison had her hand up. I just like to go to a vote because <laughs> <laughs> I think we. All right. Right. I know it's like we've done this. So Judy. I'm good. Okay. So let's talk about vote. Okay, we have, I, I, I went and I quick took a fly through the bylaws. We're, we can vote as we deem fit, I believe. There's no prescription specifically with regards to how we do this. There's a couple options that we have. I went to Robert's Rules of Order 
And one way that we could do this is we could go to a ballot. We could go to a, a written ballot where people write the name down and then we collect them up. We'll figure out how to handle our two Zooms. One way that we do that is, is that if we do a voice vote, which we can, you know, then we're doing the voice vote. And it's on the record. If we did a, the ballot, you know, the, the, the vote could speak for itself. You know, I'm just bringing this up because you know, we, we are, there's a certain amount of contention, right? If we did the ballot ballot, we wouldn't have to like put people in a position to say this way or that way. That being said, you know, we are all adults here. You know, we make the votes all the time. We, you know, we're accountable. So uh, let me just ask that sort of as a question. Like, you know, how do we want to proceed? Do we want to proceed just straight to a, I, I propose one way we could do it would be a roll call voice vote where people indicate their choice for, ch for secretary or we could, we could do it by a ballot, and then we would just, we would collect those up, the, the clerk would collect those up, we'd just figure out a way to get the two votes from Zoom. Judy. Um, the, the Zoomers could confidentially, is that, uh, um, to a appointed clerk, he could write yeah, I mean, we can have them send a, send a text or an email. They, they can text or email as long as I don't know the rules. Yeah, I'm I mean, I don't I think, I think we're kind of making the, we're going with the rules. I don't know. Texting might be Yeah, I mean, town email will be better. They might be able to do it in the chat on Zoom. As long as, like, if you look at it and I look at it, then we can confirm that that's what the vote is. Right? I'm just saying we don't know what, to be honest. Like, these are, it's a win-win. Okay, let me ask this question. Is there an objection to going to a voice vote? Uh, Zoomers can raise their hand or unmute if you have an objection. Not so much an objection, but an opinion of the chair. Do you think We um, may better able to proceed if we just write it down and then I don't know which which in your in your world. Oh, in my world. Really I have a quick suggestion. Yeah. JJ. Maybe it's it's just easier to have a quick vote on ballot versus voice vote. We just go around really quick, and whatever wins wins, and then we can proceed that way. Does that sound good? Done a written uh, listen, in my world, I, I, I mean, I don't care either way. I'm just saying, like, it I, seems I, like we're debating this. There's a saying among fighter pilots, speed is life. Okay, yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, speed, speed is life. If there's not hearing an objection to going to a voice vote, it sounds like that's how we're going to proceed. So, um, unknown. 
She's not coming back. I doubt. She's not coming back. Okay. Oh, so, so unknown. I will, okay, I, will, I will reach out to her and look to, okay, so. Can we, there's a, there was a motion for Tom that was on the floor made by Allison. Allison, I, I'm not sure Jason's gonna second it. That well, so that's the thing, is technically. Dream, uh, Allison and Judy from Tom and Dream Made the motion that it's second. Seconded. All right, so seconded by JJ. I think what we might want to do is withdraw the motion. That's okay. And then, and then, as prerogative of chair, I can call for a roll call vote for each member to state the candidate for which they're voting that will become a record. Okay. But there's two withdrawals. Yeah, so we just we just cleaned up the record such as it is. Speed being life. Madam Clerk, would you please conduct a roll call vote? Both have been withdrawn, and so we're just by prerogative of chair. I'm asking for the voice vote on the on the issue of election of the secretary. Um, I'm going to hold off. Okay. Please call me last. Okay. Julie Joyce. Tom. Uh, Tim Lyons. Tom. JJ. Jay. Julia. Thank you, guys. Lori? Tom. Allison? Tom. Jereen? Jay. Amanda is not here. Judy? Tom. Kelsey Hanks is not here. Jay has abstained. Is that correct? Yeah, Tom abstained. I abstained. Okay, uh, Ron. Okay. I have Tom at six to four. Is that what you've got? By my tally, I'm the vote by the Warren Committee to elect its secretary. I have Mr. Jay Funling receiving four votes, and Mr. Tom Caldwell receiving six votes, as confirmed by our clerk. And so the Warren Committee has good job. Thank you guys for We've, a, we've yeah, got a very good secretary. I'm, I'm very yeah, happy. Thank you guys. Um, thank, thanks, everybody. You know, whatever. I, I'm really looking forward to this year. I really am. Uh, I had a good time last year. It was really great um, meeting Barbara and everybody. I'm looking forward to helping Dave. Thank you. Uh, this year. And can I say, Jay, um, I know that you're very rules based and you're very chain of command. <laughs> Even if Tom is the secretary, please do not let that to be an impediment to the, your phone calls to me on your important issues. Yeah. I always, I do appreciate them. 
you know, it's like, you know, so here I am, I'm like this fighter pilot, speed is life. Jay is one of those people it, that is a often an early warning detection system. Jay sees things on, the, you know, like over the horizon. And so having a, a person like Jay around is really helpful. So Jay, thank you for your phone calls and for your, you know, hard work here. And please don't stop. Thank you for saying that. Judy. Um, I did have, not in an OML violation way, but I did um, let this last year's chair and this year's chair know that there was a, that an issue that was um, important to me and I think should be important to the warranty. And therefore, the citizens of this rely on us to be honest in how we come to our conclusions and deal with one another and how we vote on this committee. It came to a lot of people's attention, not only members of this warrant elected officials in town, citizens, town meeting members, that the hybrid method was not really the best method for our community last year. It allowed some, and I, I don't know the right word, with that, um, it allowed for some, the word I use when I'm speaking informally okay. with others is shenanigans. So Judy, I'm not- I want to see, uh, last year we did this at our very first meeting, we decided whether we would go hybrid. Yeah, right, so Judy, I think like- That is on the agenda. So the, the agenda items were- yeah, discussion, uh, discussion of the annual town meeting. So, so we'll need to vote, right? So I want to know how we're going to get there. So as chair of the Warren Committee, okay, I think the issue, I think the issue that you're raising, and it was not just us, it was a lot of people, was the efficacy of the um, Zoom. Right of the online meetings is that there's there was a lot of downside. We, we prefer the in-person for so many reasons, so many reasons. Um, there has been discussion as to going in-person only and not having like a hybrid option. Um, we, we can talk about this, we can figure this out, but like we do find that having the hybrid option is useful. We have two people on tonight who would not be here otherwise. Both of them are brand new members, right? We, we, we had an, an election here that's an important election. Our votes are important. So there are times when having hybrid gets our entire board to be able to vote, which can be crucial, especially if we're talking about like the, the land swap vote, we need everybody there. And sometimes the only way we're gonna get everybody there is gonna be on the hybrid. Um, 
Let me jump it. It's, it's like 8:20. Let's just jump it. Let's just jump ahead to you know talk about the the um, town meeting, and then I think we should pick another then our next date for when we're going to come back and get started on things. Okay, because I think oh, the internal thing like the private housing all that like just what our next meeting is and to get into like get going kind of like what jay was talking about like we definitely we don't need to, to wait for things to come to us because i think that there are likely to be some big things okay so where this the the war the, t the town meeting will meet at least twice one in the fall one in the spring spring is the annual town meeting where we will handle the whole budget Okay, there's, there's a lot that goes into that. On the warrant committee, we really, really, okay, Judy, we really are, um, March is warrant committee. Mar March is just block off March. March is warrant committee. Uh, but, and that's just the budget. There could be other issues. There are big ones coming. I think that what we, we can anticipate, that we will be asked to be very involved in um, MBTA zoning is happening. Um, what, what has happened is that there's been a law passed in Massachusetts that's requiring uh, communities that have MBTA access uh, to be zoned for certain density of multifamily housing. And, and that is gonna require our town to go through its, its most fundamental rezoning of the town since like the 1930s. Um, the Warren Committee will be required to make a recommendation to the town uh, with regards to that, that's a that's a big deal that's coming. I think the other things that we could be looking at, accessory dwelling units could come back again. I, I would expect there's a high probability accessory dwelling units are the ability of people to, to build like a, a, an apartment in their house. Currently, right now, um, Milton is zoned as single family, basically, and um, the ADU question, I think, is very likely to come back to us. There's a, a bylaw with regards to uh, residential zoning, I think we'll see. And then the school building, right? It's, it's, it, the, the, it's my understanding that they're looking at the, the possibility of a, of a land purchase on Brook Road. Who knows what's gonna happen with regards to that. So that's that's there. The school building is something we could be, be looking at. And then. Oh, is it what road is it? Brush Hill? Brush Hill, yeah. Brush Hill? I yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just making this up. I was, yeah, see, I'm still, I'm still focused on Fon Fon, you know, I just like, Right, it's like, you know, so, and then, uh, oh, and then let's not forget the, the strong possibility of a budget override, strong possibility. So Jay's question with regards to at what point does the Warren Committee get involved in really moving numbers around in the budget, 
in a budget override situation, it, that, if, that's, if the question is when, that's almost like ipso facto, right? So get ready. Oh, and then the unexpected, right? Oh, and then expect the unexpected. So, you know, we need to be, you know, we need to be on our toes. So just a, just a couple things, especially to the new members, you know, welcome. But you've taken the oath, so you can't get out. <laughs> Once the hand goes up, you're in, right? It's now you're subject to the Uniform Code of, of uh, Warrant Committee Justice, right, for the term of your enlistment. Um, a couple things, like, you know, all of the, all of these boards and committees meet, all the boards and committees, they have to post the same agendas that we do on the town website. So the select board meets all the time. The planning board meets all the time. All these committees are meeting and then the, um, they're, they're noticed and their agendas are online. And then we have, an, you know, the excellent service provided to us by Milton Access television, right? Is that if you can't catch the meeting, it's easy to go grab the agenda because the agenda, you know, the meetings flow. You have an idea where in that nine hour and 45 minute select board marathon meeting, this is gonna be about. And so then you can go and you can watch, you know, these discussions that they're having and you, and you, and you can do your homework. Because a lot of these things, we, you know, we're going to need to do our homework. And then another important, and this is a caution. Um, I know that the moderator, Robert Hiss, like, and, and it, he's right to do so, he really asks that we refrain from getting involved in these issues on social media. <coughs> that we just, just stay out of it. Uh, I, I myself do not believe that social media um, is a good place for any kind of public debate or discourse. It's, it, it tends towards the vulgar and it's not communication. And communication, like we expect that we would come here to our table, have different points of views and communicate. This is an exchange of ideas. It, it, most of what I see on social media is not much of an exchange of ideas. It just seems to be this competition for who can um, amass the most likes and have the highest social standing in their, you know, selected peer group, and it tends towards being, you know, very high school. And, you know, I already did that. <laughs> you know. So that's the caution. You know, the town needs us to be able to stand up and to um, be honorable and, and, and to deliver our opinion after a considered, you know, mature and respectful debate. You know, we do err. You know, I was mean to Allison. And I apologized to her this time, and she accepted my apology, and she was nice. 
you know? Like, it, it happens. You know, it happens. You know, and so, like, you know, when we get heated and when we um, get emotional as I did, you know, we want to we want to keep it together. Anyway, so social media, please stay out of it, okay? Because then the issue of politics. We are in politics, you know, like news, <coughs> right? I think the question is: is at what point is it partisan politics? They were. This is politics. I, in my in my, my my sense. Anytime you have more than two people, you now have politics. It's just, we're just built that way. This is politics, okay? And it's, um, it's, and the stakes are high, right? The question is, at what point is it partisan advocacy, right? We're here for a mature, considered debate on the issue to render our opinion. Right? At what point are we partisans advocating some other perspective, okay? And so in that light, I think that if you're on social media and you're out there being involved in that, then you're setting yourself up to be seen as a partisan, and then there's questions, okay? And so then that's one of the reasons why I, you know, seek to abstain from the vote and then stay and help guide and direct the conversation, but I don't necessarily participate in it as much so that when it's time for me to get up in front of an auditorium of Veruca Salts and tell them that Oompa Loompas are not for sale, okay, I can just do it. And people, you know, don't have to say, oh, hey, look at him. He has a record of this and that. The other thing, he doesn't really mean that, see, et cetera, okay? So that's the caution, is that, you know, we, we seek to have, you know, the highest possible um, standard that we would hold ourselves to. We don't have a code of conduct, right? We all know what we're supposed to do. You know how you're supposed to act. We do, right? We know how to act. We know what's expected of us. We don't need somebody to tell us what to do. So, and, and that's, and that's what, the one thing that I ask from Mr. Hess when he puts people on the committee. He asks me, like, what kind of background do you want? What kind of are you looking for? But I ask him, as I say, well, you do that. You got a better idea what the, the, the pool of applicants is, and you have a better idea of, of, how to, of how to make us diverse. The one thing that I ask of him is to the greatest extent possible, I like to have people who can play nice in the sandbox with the other kids. Right? Okay. So that's sort of the caution. Please stay off the social media. Don't get involved because it can it can give us the appearance of being you know partisan activists and not the uh, humble public servants that we truly are. So that's all I got. Does anybody have anything they want to say? Okay. When do we think we should meet again? I, I, I'm thinking, 
it might not be a bad idea. Would we like to meet kind of soon in a couple weeks? Do we want to meet like in a month? I am thinking that if I were to ask for an update from the town planner, Tim Zerwinski, about MBTA zoning, that might be something that we could get started on, right? And, and then with our, like our <laughs> new members to sort of to see what that's like. And you know, I'm sure that they would be very happy. Like these are things we could ask for a, um, I'm, the school building committee is always happy to give an update, you know? But I, I'm thinking, yeah, I know, <laughs> you know, right? But I'm, I'm thinking that maybe like an update from MBTA zoning, that's like happening. If that, this, the timeline for that right now is that is, would be addressed at the town meeting in December. They actually kicked that date out in time a little bit in order to give them time to put that together. So do we think like in a couple of weeks or do we want to do it in a... I think that there's, I have on my calendar um, an MBTA forum on Monday nights. Does anybody remember? Okay. I can't get on the website. Oh, yeah. Um, it's Monday. So our night, our, our Warren Committee night, our Warren Committee night is Monday. That's the, the night that we traditionally meet on. Um, okay, so let's go August. Yeah, no, sure. We're gonna have enough time. 21, do you wanna shoot, shoot, shoot for like August 21? Before school starts? Is that the week before school starts up? My only concern is that, like, because there's no camps, and, like, people will go away. That's, that's only my only concern. I don't know what the school calendar is. So we're starting school on the um, 30th. 30th. And I'd be more inclined to, like, the week of school starting. 28? Like, real, but I think the week before, from what I people see just back, sure. is um, there's no Okay, it's fine. We'll shoot for August 14. And I'll line something up. Right, we would not be voting more than likely on anything. And so what we would be, what we would be trying to do is probably for August, that, that date is definitely MBTA zoning, I think. We would really like to have just uh, get everybody up to speed on what is this, what does this mean, um, What's gonna What's gonna come to us, and how is it gonna get? I mean, because like, what's likely to happen? You know, is we with the, when they write rewrite the bylaw, like we we could get two pages of single spaced legalese. Should we? 
that we're going to need to understand. We're going to need to understand what does this mean? What's the interplay? What does this mean? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, we will have to render, uh, you know, the way it works is we render, you know, our recommendation to the town on whether they should vote in favor or not to the, the bylaw as written you know, we would begin drafting, getting in there and redrafting things at great peril. So we could, if I understand it correctly, so we'll meet like mid-August and at that time decide if we need to come sort of right back in, you know, and yeah, I think right after school starts and give us, um, I think, There were some long nights and a lot of. Um, they were staring at flashbacks. I know. An article that that um, weighed the pig in its big, and I think this is probably when when people get. I I my sense is that the town still hasn't figured out that MBTA. Yeah, I when just wait, like when people figure out what this means, like right now, they're talking about something on the order of twenty five hundred units within a three quarter mile. That's if they get reclassified. Not if it goes through in the middle. Yeah. You sure? Oh, I'm sure. Twenty four sixty one. Oh, twenty four sixty. So, and then there's. There's a lot of play. There's a lot of interplay and a lot of issues. And then what I, I guess what I'm saying is, is that we need to get a jump on this. This is going to be a big deal when people figure out what this is, what this means. And we're going to need a lot. I think a lot of people coming in to really explain, maybe people from obviously the planning board, and I don't know who else no, in town. It's a, it, it just there are groups in town. a lot town. of information to I will expect, I will, I, I, I'm sure that we will have presentations from lots of different people, right, but. Um, go to the community, go to the forum. That's a good point. Let me know. Zoom. And it's on Zoom, and do you have to sign up? A, a curious no, question. Does anyone have to sign up ahead? To they send out an email with a link. If, if you wish to them. speak yep. at that. But maybe, here's a curious question. Should we, the Lawrence, anyone from the Lawrence community, be asking questions? I don't, I don't I know. I watch all of them because I live in yeah. the LA corridor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's just well, a question. What do you think? So, I, 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 are we citizens? Uh, you're, you're a citizen, you know, like, it's, it's tricky. It's along, my sense is it's along the lines of, like, the um, social media. Now, first of all, you have, a, you have a First Amendment right to speech. You have a First Amendment right to assemble and to worship. And, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody, like, you know, there's a difference between asking a question and getting up and advocating, et cetera. So, like, my sense is that if you're at a meeting and you, it's important to you to get the answer, and the person that can, can give the answer is there, ask away, right? 
there are people out there who actually watch this stuff. There are people out there, if you were asking questions, I'm gonna note that person's on the warrant committee. Okay, and there are people in town. You see how like we do our little vote and I may do my little tally? Mm -hmm. There are people in town who are gonna be watching you and all of your votes. And they're gonna be sitting at home with their little tally. And so my point is, is that understand that if you're, you're at these meetings and you're speaking, people know you're on the warrant committee. Asking questions and engaging in the public discourse along those lines is one thing. Standing up and making an impassioned argument in favor or against, while you have a right to do so, I'm asking you. We could ask questions. Yeah, I'm asking you to consider like saving that for the warrant committee meeting and our discussions on the record. All right, I'm seeing people yawn. I'm stifling them myself. Right? Okay. So, I, I put my cell phone number at the bottom of all my emails, so that anybody has anything, just the easiest, I'm a phone guy. I'm a phone guy, call me, okay? All right, great. Is there a motion? We'll turn, yeah, right here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, is there any opposition? We're adjourned, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.